Father, I thank you this morning for the privilege to stand before your people and deliver your message. I ask that the way you have given it to me, I will give it back to them in even greater measure in the name of Jesus. I speak to every heart this morning that you will receive the word of God, that as you came, you will not go back the same in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to allow you to be seated for a little while. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, two weeks ago, the Lord spoke to us as a church, telling us that he's having, that having settled us in 2022, there will be a manifestation of the providential happy outcome in 2023. How many of us remember that message? All right. Settled for providential outcome. Yes, the screen, the, the, the uh, slide is on the screen. And he said to us to expect it. Why? Because the expectations of the righteous shall never be cut off. May we all have our expectations met in the name of Jesus. Now, only last Sunday, the senior pastors took us back to the very origin of the word. But this time around, he took us back to where we started from on the 31st of December into the 1st of uh, uh, January 2023. And he talked about 2023, the year of providential and happy outcomes. Uh, can you remember that? Uh, that was a very powerful message. And he read, but this time he read copiously from 2 Chronicles 20. And if you didn't, if you haven't gone over it, go back when you get home, read the entire chapter. It is simply explosive. It reminds us of the supreme power of God. I like the verses 16 to 17, and if you can help me put that up, where he read last week. He says, and tomorrow, 2023 is tomorrow, because tomorrow is 30th of January, 2023. He says, tomorrow, go down against them, they will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you find them at the end of the book before the wilderness of Jeruel. Next word. You will not need to fight this battle. Do you remember? He said, you will not need to fight this battle. All you need to do, just position yourself. Just position yourself. I like football. And when you look at a natural number, number, a natural nine, he doesn't even need to dribble. All he needs to do is what? Position. And I took that and I ran. And I started examining aspects of my life. Where am I positioned? How am I positioned? When am I positioned? Let me tell you something. If you listen to all the word that is coming from these people, you are guaranteed to, to, be, to be successful in your life. When I feel that I'm having challenges, it's because I am not listening or I'm not applying fully the word that is coming from here. It says, position yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them. Why? For the Lord is with you. May the Lord be with us all in the name of Jesus. 
Amen. But guess what? The seemingly impossible situations always makes us underestimate the power of God. Because we read this, we think that everybody in Israel or Judea and Jerusalem, they must have stood still. There were people who were still afraid even though the word of God had come. Just as so many of us in our chairs or so many of us at home, we are still afraid despite the word of God that has come from these people. And that is fine. You know why? Sometimes I am afraid too. Sometimes while driving to, to, to church this morning and I saw the cues and just like pastor said, this is a country. Last week, um, I had the privilege of hosting two of my affiliate members from Nairobi, Kenya. And they were with us for three days. And I couldn't explain to them why a nation that produces oil will have fuel shortage. You know, they just kept on saying to me, how? You know, explain it. You know, you know Sometimes we are so used to it that it has become part of us. But when you, somebody from outside comes, it's difficult. It's like when somebody from outside comes to visit your house, that's when you know the world is dirty. Mm-hmm. That's when you know that there are cobwebs. They will show up when you are home, but immediately you are bringing the guests in. The first thing you see is a cobweb. So I'm afraid. I'm scared that people want to reinforce failure. I don't even know how some people are campaigning on. On what? On what? On what? Reinforcement of failure. How? It's not even them. It is even we, Mumu, that you are following them. Charlie Boy said our Mumu never do. It is true. Our Mumu never do. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. How? If some of the queues are three kilometers long. So, I, 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 I lose faith for sometimes. I lose faith too. Do you understand? This impossible situation, our problems, we have carried it for so long that we begin to define God, God by the extent of our problem. That is what happened to the woman that didn't, uh, the, the, the lady, the notable woman, that the man of God went to her house and said, what do you need? You see, she had carried the problem for so long that she said, I know you are God, but this one, yeah, 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 let's not go there. He said, what do you want? He said, I don't need anything. I don't need, I'm fine. She had even forgotten that she didn't have biological child. That said, servants of the man of God that said, no, she doesn't have her own child. Some of us have been carrying around our problem for so long. 
that we believe that either God cannot do anything about it anymore or does not want to do anything about it. So, leave me like this. I'm fine. I'm good. <sighs> but guess what? God is still God. This time will be different. You know why? Because in Isaiah 61, 11, it says, so Isaiah 61, 1, it says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Read with me. Because the Lord has anointed me this morning to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Is it in your Bible or not? Church, I am about to take you on an incredible journey of the experience of God that will remove all cobwebs of faithlessness and stagnancy in your ability to do exactly what God has said concerning you. Hallelujah. As he said it, he will do it. Please follow me to Acts 28 verse 6 and I'm going to indulge you to please rise with me to read the word of God and thereafter you can sit down. Please stand and look for Acts 28 verse 6. Multimedia please help me put it up and it says however read with me however they were expecting that he would swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a God. People of God, Grace Assembly, I bring you the word of God this morning I have titled Providential Outcomes Against All Odds. Please be seated. Against all odds. This word has been brewing in me. I couldn't sleep. Because when God wants to do something, he sends someone to help us. And guess what? He sent his servant who started at the beginning of the year and told us that this year is a year of providential happy outcome. We didn't know that the word was loaded. We started looking into that word. And can you see, if you are here and you are not expecting God to do something, you better go back to your prayer closet. You you better come to church on Wednesday. You better attend the breakthrough prayers on Monday morning. Because guess what? All of us are going to experience providential happy outcome. This morning, I intend to punch the word and take the opportunity of our being together in fasting to drive some collective prayers, time permitting me. Now, right from the 27th chapter of the book of Acts, we follow Apostle Paul's very agonizing experience at sea. And time will not allow me to read chapter 27. When you get home, go and read chapter 27. What happened there? It started as a routine trip, but ended up as a shipwreck that all the valuables were lost. The ship itself was lost. And the only thing or the only... Uh, items saved, if you can tell, were the people. 
The Bible tells us that so they all escaped the wreck. They escaped the watery grave of the sea and they thought that they had entered into peace and safety. Like I said, read chapter 27 when you get home. I'm not going to deal with that with you. They jumped out of the ship. They swam into what they thought was safety and they landed in an island. But guess what? When they thought everything was hunky-dory, when they thought that they had at last reached safety, chapter 28 happened. Act 28 happened. And what happened? Give me verse 1 of chapter 28. He said, when they had escaped, they found out that the island was called Malta. Go on, verse 2. And the natives showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. Hmm. So it was okay. They had just escaped a shipwreck and they had landed on this island and people showed them unusual kindness and they thought from then onwards it was good and mercy that will follow. But give me verse 3. What happened? Verse 3 says, But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. In the New Living Translation, it says, As Paul gathered an armful of sticks and was laying them on the fire, a poisonous snake, a poisonous snake driven out by the heat, beat him on the hand. What has this got to do with us? Guess what? Just when you think you've had enough, just when you think the break is coming, something comes and fastens itself around your hand. Something comes and messes up your business. It fastens itself around your business. Something comes and fastens itself around your finances. Something comes and fastens itself around your marriage. Something comes and fastens itself around your health. Out of the blues, Peter thought he was okay. But something, a creature, a version says, a creature came and fastened itself. Now, Bible says that he will bless the work of your hands. Right? So your hand is supposed to produce work. That's what God blesses. Now, if something has fastened itself around that hand, what it means is that it's like tying your hand behind your back. All of a sudden, you become incapacitated. All of a sudden, the things you used to do easily become difficult. Church, are you still with me this morning? All of a sudden, what you could solve simply becomes a, a Herculean task. Can you feel me this morning, church? 
all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you find yourself in incarceration like my brother, Ambassador Obafemi. Not because of something that he did. He happened to be perhaps in the wrong place at the wrong time. All of a sudden, somebody calls you and tells you that your loved one is suffering stroke. Somebody tells you that a loved one has just passed away. And you're saying to yourself, God, how? I serve you. God, I serve you. I had cause to call mommy. And mommy was telling me, he said, my son, how can I say this thing? How? How do I say this thing? I can't even tell anybody. And guess what? You are still serving God. But guess what? Bad things happen to good people. Bad things happen to good people. Of all the people, me, God, do you not see my heart? Do you not see my fervency? Do you not see my service to you? And yet, you allowed something to jump out and fasten itself around my hand. Let's go forward. Verse 4. Verse 4. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he has escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow to live. Because of what has fasting around your hand, people are quick to judge you. And guess what? Church folk, what is wrong with church folk? We are the first to condemn our brothers and our sisters. Church folk, how can he call himself a man of God and then this will happen to him? I have life examples. How can Sister Kemi and Captain Brown, who are so fervent in spirit and service to God, how will it take them so long to have a baby? You know, that Sister Kemi, I've always suspected her. There's something not quite right about Not even talk of Captain Brown. You know that one? He's always wearing that in his hat. Are you sure Captain Brown is even a Christian? Is he born again? Because if they both of them were born again, they shouldn't be in the predicament that they're in. And to be dancing in church, how can Mr. A have a stroke? It's not possible. And guess what? This is supposed to be the biggest fraternity in the world. But the people who condemn people most are in church. No, matter, no wonder God, the Bible says that a man's enemies are those of his household. We are too quick to condemn people. We are too quick to judge people. Guess what? People begin to give you names by what you are going through. 
sister once told me, she starts, ah, you and sister so, 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 have become, ah, you are very good friends, you are no longer friends. Say, ah, since the sister got married, though, she's avoiding me, thinking that maybe I'll come and snatch her husband. Can you believe that? In church. In church. Why are you looking at me as if I'm not telling the truth? In church, it happens. You know what I found out? No doubt. No doubt. Aha. No doubt. Do you know? Atibi, you know many of us, when we read the Bible, we condemn Cain. What did Cain do? When God asked him, he said, what, where is your brother? He said, what? Am I my brother's keeper? Do you know there's still the spirit of Cain operating in church? So your brother is down. And the spirit is asking you, where is Pastor Steve? And he said, why are you asking me? Am I his keeper? Do you not know that Pastor Steve has not called me since I gave him a lift three weeks ago? He's an ingrate. I gave him a lift from here. He said I should drop him at the bus stop. I dropped him in his house. He has still not called me. Why? So why should I? The spirit of what? Ask your neighbor. Where is your brother? Where is your sister? May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Please allow me to dwell a bit on this. We are actually supposed to be our brother's keepers, not our brother's killers. Even if the person has fallen by reason of sin, go and look for that person. If I'm in trouble, come for me. Come for me. You know, sometimes you don't even need to say anything. Just sit with me. I don't even know. I can't, I can't even tell you what you are going through. But guess what? I got your back. I got your back. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. I said, may the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. When a brother is down or a sister is down, it's not the time to kick him. It's time to help him. But back to our account, they condemned Peter. They left him for dead. They left him for dead. Have you ever been left for dead. They thought amongst themselves, there's no way he will get out of this. Certainly, this must be the end of the road for this brother. It must be the end of the road for this sister. I knew it. There was something not quite right about that brother. That sister. I've always smelled something. But thank, and thank God, I have been proven right. It is more important for you to be right than for God to be right. Your brother is down and you are feeling good that you have been proven right. That is the reason why 
Many people's best friends, many church people's best friends are those who are not church people. A friend of mine turned 60 like I did a few days ago and they had a party for him yesterday and they joined me to the group of the people invited to the party. Do you know how much they raised for him for the party? 20.5 million naira. That's okay, was there? I'm sure you know him. Yeah. 20.5 million naira. If we ask to raise 20 million in church, mm, let us talk from here till next year. Till thy kingdom come. Or yellow. You're on your own. And that's a story for another day. So but let's read verse 5. Verse 5. Read with me. But he did what? He did what now, church? He shook off the creature into the fire and he suffered no harm. There's an action you need to take for yourself. God is ready to help you, but you must shake up that creature holding you back. Depression, depression is real, and there are too many people suffering in silence. You are not just dealing with your situation. You are dealing with the stigma of your situation. Don't you know that she has no child after many years of marriage? Don't you know she's successful, but yet she's single. Don't you know that he's a church goer, but cannot rub two pennies together? My brother and my sister, this is not the time for you to wallow in self-pity. This is not the time to ponder what card the life has dealt you. This is not the time to hide. See, your destiny is out there. Reach out for it. This is the time to collect yourself. This is the time to hold your head high. This is the time to square your shoulders because the Bible tells me that there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. He who the Son has set free is free indeed. I am no longer my past. You cannot define me by my past. I went through my past, but I am no longer my past. My past is past. My past is behind me. You are now an ambassador. When you go out, you receive the, 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 the recognition of somebody that like been sent by Nigeria. I saw the lady, I told you, and she spoke glowingly about you. If somebody is still looking at you and looking for you where you used to be, tell that person, I'm no longer there. I am no longer there. Shake it off! Shake it off! Come on, help me church this morning. Shake it up. 
symbolically. Whatever is holding you back, shake it off. And you cannot do it by sit, sitting pretty in your seat. Just shake it off. Stand up. Do something. Say, I shake it off this morning. I shake it off this morning. Poverty, I shake it off this morning. Disgrace, I shake it off this morning. Shame, I shake it off this morning. Sickness, I shake it off this morning. Whatever it is, I shake it off this morning. I shake it into the fire. You know why it is into the fire? So that it won't come back. Hello? So that it won't come back. Not only are you shaking it off, you shake it off into the fire in the name of Jesus. I don't like your email. Let me try my people here. I said you will shake it into the fire and it will not come back in the name of Jesus. Come on, shake it off. Shake it off. This is the time to collect yourself, like I said. God bless our sister. What's that hymn? Uh, what's that song? Sister Sinash. What was that song? I know. I know who I am. Come on now, choir, quickly now, help me now. Quick. Okay. Miracles, I live a life of fear. Cause I know I'm walking in power, walking in miracles, I live a life of favor. line in verse 6. Verse 6. However, they were expecting that he will swell up or solely fall down dead. But after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a God. <laughs> they had looked they will look for a long time but nothing will happen to you I said they will look for a long time and nothing will happen to you they will look expecting you to fall and die but nothing will happen to you they will look expecting your business to die but nothing will happen to you they will look expecting your health to fall, but nothing will happen to you. I didn't know looking can be qualified, though. Ogami, I didn't know looking can be qualified. So, you can look small. You can look short. You can look medium. But you can look for a long time. And that's what they did. What were they doing? They looked for a long 
long time. While they are looking for a long time, you will get married. I said, while they are looking for a long time, you will get married. While they are looking for a long time, you will get promoted. While they are looking for a long time, you will break through. While they are looking for a long time, you will change your car. You will build your house. Your child will graduate. Allow me to add this. Why? They are looking for a long time. Arsenal will win the league. <laughs> ah! Why they are looking? They are still debating. They are still debating. Hello. Some people didn't say amen. If you didn't say amen, you are still looking for a long time. <laughs> Pastor Steve, while they are looking for a long time, let them be looking. Guess what? While they are looking, they have, they have given themselves the ministry of looking. Thank you, Auntie Fusha. They are giving themselves the ministry of looking. You have given yourself the ministry of winning. Some people are winning while some people are looking. Decide which side you want to be on. Do you want to be the side of the lookers or you want to be in the side of the winners? Okay, where do you learn that song? <laughs> As you do, you do, bring it. <laughs> so you are either on the side of sweet or you are on the side of Dickness, which side you today? Sweet. When your daughter got married and you are dancing, what did you hear? It is sweet you. He did sweet you. Leave them. Let them look. Man of God. They will continue to look. Looking is free. It's free. It's free. Continue to look. Continue to look. I will be promoted. Continue to look. I will have grandchildren. Continue to look. My children will graduate. Continue to look. I will build my house. Continue to look. I will be changing my car. Continue to look. I will be looking well. Continue to look. I will be traveling. First class. Continue to look. It's your ministry. Brother Denga, let them look now. Let them look. Just be looking. Uh, anybody that is looking at you. Mm -hmm. But be careful, you two don't join the ministry of Lucas. Ogami, let us not join the ministry of Lucas. Repent. If you are looking at somebody, Pastor, you are always looking at my car. <laughs> 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 hmm. 
let me let me behave myself this morning. Providential outcome against all odds. If you are in church this morning or you are listening to me and you think that you are at the end of your tether, you think that God has forgotten you, you think that things are not working out for you, this message is for you. It is for you. It is for you. If just now you think things are not working around, back, if you think that something has fastened itself around your arm, Something is holding you back. You know you can do more than you are doing right now. But somehow or the other, you are not able to reach the limits of your potential. This message is for you. And if you have been in a place you've been suffering for so long, if you have been defined by what you are going through, God says to tell you that against all odds, I'm going to give you a providential and happy outcome. People of God, I see you coming out. People of God, I see you being celebrated. People of God, I see those who left you coming back to celebrate you. Those who spoke behind you, they are coming, they would say to themselves that I said so. I am sorry. They changed their mind. Mr. Tega, they changed their mind. Mr. Bow, they changed their mind. Exactly. Do you hear that? Happy endings make them change their minds. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sir, you know, people don't really want to admit they are wrong. All of us, how many of us are quick to admit that we are wrong? We don't. You know, we are looking for a way to... Uh, so it's not as if they want to admit that they are wrong and they are changing their mind. But they are forced to. Because of the grace upon your life, because of the breakthrough that you are going to experience, they will change their mind. Those natives, they didn't want to change their mind. So they looked. They sat there. This man is soon going to die. They're soon going to die. Ah, one hour, two hours, three hours, four hours, five hours, six hours, seven hours, one day. Ah. And they know the snake. This thing that they set against you was meant to kill you. New Living Translation says it was a poisonous snake. They knew that just one bite from that snake ordinarily should kill you. The thing that the enemy has set against you is ordinarily meant to kill you. The fact that you are not dead, but you are alive, it means that God still has a plan for you. Hallelujah. The poisonous snake set against you didn't work. Did you hear that? What was meant to kill him was the only thing that died. So what was meant or what has been sent to kill you is 
is the only thing that is going to die. I prophesy that in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. People of God, I see you being promoted beyond measure. I see God intervening in your matter. I see you prospering. I see you flourishing. I see you growing. I see you expanding. I see you being celebrated. Hallelujah. My job is done this morning. That's what God asked me to say. Tell me this. See what God has done. See what Nigeria and we say against all odds Nigeria you will experience providential happy outcome in the name of Jesus Nigeria it will be well with you this election God will use people mightily you said when the righteous rule the people are happy well, when the wicked rule, people groan. Father, we are groaning. And it is time that our cry comes up to you, O oh God. Turn this nation around for us in the name of Jesus. Some believe in chariots, some believe in horses. But we trust the might of the Lord. 
they have set their chariots, they have set their horses for this election. Father, do that which only you can do in the name of Jesus. Yeah. As we engage our PVCs, Father, Nigeria will be right in the name of Jesus. This nation looks like a box that the right side is upside down. Father, turn this nation around so that the right side will be up in the name of Jesus. Father, so we have declared in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you've been blessed this morning, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated.